You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. Father Roderick, we have a very special show for us today. I am so excited. This is... Perhaps, I, I, yeah, one of one of the most exciting episodes that I've ever recorded. Uh, not not just with the the Biggest Loser fan podcast, but but in total, we are going to interview two major celebrities, two people that I feel I, I've I've known them for forever because we are going to have two contestants of the seventh season of the Biggest Loser right here live on the show, and we get to ask them everything. Anything that we want to ask them. In fact, we actually have one call that came in from our Biggest Loser Fan Podcast community, and, and we're going to let him, uh, as he's left the voicemail on our hotline, he's going to be able to ask a question directly uh, through that technology, so that's exciting to, to know. But why don't we go ahead um, and introduce who we're going to be talking to on the phone today. We're going to have um, a, a- uh, one of the couples, because the seventh season was a was a, a couples uh, season, just like the current season that we're watching, and um, I think it was the second time in the history of the Biggest Loser that they had couples. And uh, these two guys that we're going to have on the show are two cousins, and uh, they are Tongan, um, so they they have a. a, a a special cultural background, and we'll we'll, t- we'll talk about that later on with them. Um, and uh, their names are Felipe and Sione. I hope I, pr- I pronounced that correctly. I believe you did. And, and they have been amazing contestants. I was so impressed seeing them uh, on the seventh season, and their results have been oh, fantastic. And and that whole season um, was, I in in my opinion, and I've seen. Every single season of The Biggest Loser, it was the this, the season that impressed me most because of the of the characters of uh, of all these contestants. And Felipe and Siona were definitely among the stars, and you know they they were on on the show all the way to the end. And uh, you know they didn't win The Biggest Loser, but man, did they impress me! Well, I'll tell you, as you know, Father Roderick, I have not watched every single season of The Biggest Loser. In fact, my wife and I just started watching probably we caught like one and a half episodes of the end of season seven. So I do remember seeing Felipe and Sione, uh, it, it, you know, right around when we checked in and we, that's when we fell in love with this show. It's like, wow, this is very inspirational. It's not as, it's not like reality television. Like I thought it would be, uh, it, it, it's really good stuff. And, um, what's interesting, father Roderick is that I see Sione Every single day. I'm not always excited to see Sione, though. Let me explain. Uh, <laughs> last week, last week, uh, I mentioned that Stephanie and I are doing the Biggest Loser Last Chance Workout DVD. Well, Sione is a, one of the people that's in that video. Ah, <laughs> I see. So I'm not always excited to see Sione, I must say. But uh, it's some, one, one thing that's interesting is is in preparation for today's uh, talk with Felipe and Sione, I've done some research. I went back and, and watched a lot of clips that are available on Hulu and, and also watched some interviews um, that other people have done with Sione and Felipe since you know they were on The Biggest Loser. And uh, I've, of course, I get to see what they look like today, what they look like after the fact. And and it's so funny because it's like Sione looks so much different now, obviously, okay. than he did <laughs> when he was doing the, the Last Chance Workout DVD recordings. So uh, pretty exciting. And, and that's a, it's, it's a continued motivator for me to see, to know what these people look like today that I'm working out with, you know, each day to know that, you know, man, there's still more progress to be made. I cannot wait to, to talk to them, and, and I've got so many questions, and I'm so excited to have them on the show. I mean, this is a first in the history of this podcast, and man, it, it, it's so special. It's like we've been talking about The Biggest Loser for so long, and I've been watching it for years now, and and as I said, it's like I, as if I know these contestants. Of course, they don't know at all uh, who's on the other side of the line, but it <laughs> doesn't matter, um, and, and to, to be able to talk to them and to hear their experience and 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 you know to hear the 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 unedited 
things, you know, the things that we don't see on television and, 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 and especially what, what of course will be our angle. This is not only going to be about the TV show and, and, and that particular season, but, but we want to learn from them because they've been there, done that and beyond. I mean, they, they have been so successful in this journey towards a healthier and, and a more balanced life. So we're definitely going to pick their brain and hear their tips, not only how to lose so much weight, but also how to sustain it and how to live this new life of them, of theirs. Absolutely. And well, I'll tell you what, let's uh, go ahead and get them on the line right now. And so we're going to turn things over right now and bring Sione and Felipe on the line right now. All right. So we have Sione and Felipe on the line with us. Uh, Welcome, guys. So glad to have you here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Good to be here. We're, we're excited. We, we have lots and lots of questions to ask you. Um, want to let you know right off the bat, first and foremost, that we have an audience that listens to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Some of our audience has seen Season 7. Some folks have not even watched a single episode of The Biggest Loser. So we'd like to ask you, if you wouldn't mind, to uh, start off by introducing yourselves uh, and also give us a little bit of a, an understanding about your unique cultural background. All right. Um, my name is Felipe Fa, um, and I'm uh, first cousin to Sione Fa. Our dad are actually brothers. Um, they're actually from the, the South Pacific, an island called Tonga. And in our culture, most like other cultures, it's it's uh, there's the phrase, the bigger you are, the more beautiful you are. And uh, sometimes uh, not realizing the, the certain consequences that can come with just eating whatever you want to eat. On the, on the show, uh, season seven, that was a big thing about us. This is Sione, uh, for all those who even know. But Sione Fa, um, yeah, like Felipe said, our dads are brothers, so we're actually cousins. So if you know how Polynesians are, we all say we're all cousins, but, you know, sometimes it's not true. But in this case, <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we come from a, a culture, you know, obviously eating is a big thing. And I know there's a lot of cultures out there where, you know, when you get together as families, um, you know that's that's the main part about it, is eating. But I'll I'll just challenge any culture out there that we can eat more. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a big thing. Sixty uh, percent of the Tongan uh, culture is obese. Um, a big thing with our family, the Fa family, is that um, the oldest person in our the Fa side lives has only lived to sixty seven, and that's our grandfather. It seems like. Um, all of our aunts and uncles are on dialysis. They've had strokes, heart attacks, high blood pressure, and this is all before this is all before they turned sixty. So we wanted to kind of break that trend. Uh, I started the show at three hundred seventy-two pounds, and Felipe started at three sixty-four. And we just, you know, we want to live longer than uh, in our sixties. And I think that's what our biggest message when we went on the show was to uh, not only change our lives but change the culture. Yeah. Hey, well, what brought you guys to the Biggest Loser? How did you end end up on the on the ranch? You know, Sean has been a fan of the show since season one. Um, in fact, Sean, do you remember like going to be uh, involved with the Biggest Loser on season four? What's that? I I remember Sean calling me one time and saying, "Hey, you need to watch the Biggest Loser." And I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what kind of uh, show is that? <laughs> I, I watched the show and then um, you know just like most television shows they have open cast calls and they just happened to be coming to our town and Fiona called me up and uh, I was like hey fatty you want to go uh, try out for the biggest loser and I was like why not so it wasn't it was, nothing really planned but uh, that's how we ended yeah. up uh, getting involved yeah you know um, the real reason uh, we went out to the auditions is there was a buffet about a block away so we just thought <laughs> hey it's a win win I I assume that you go through all sorts of rounds where they kind of, you know, analyze you and see if you fit into whatever group they are assembling. Um, And and then you get the you get the the final word that you are, you know, you are accepted to 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 be part of the of the show that year. And but I assume that that has tremendous consequences for your for your personal lives, not not just for your for your work. Because you, you have no idea how long you're going to be on the ranch, but also for your families. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we both have small children. Um, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old, a two-year-old, 
And I, at the time, when I left to do the show and I auditioned, I owned a landscape business. You know, Felipe was also involved in the landscape business as, as well as uh, pest control. And it did. A lot of people think that um, when we get on the show that, you know, it's like Hollywood. You know, we get paid 10000 20000 an episode, whereas really we don't. And we, we don't even get our bills taken care of, nothing. So um, what they gave us was a stipend of $100 a day. And wow. um, that was barely enough to make my mortgage payment in a month. And, uh, it's, yeah, when you make that, when you make the show, it's a commitment. I mean, you have to honestly say, am I willing to almost lose my job? I mean, can I even do this? And, um, for me, I actually, uh, my business went under and, uh, I actually lost it. But you know what? The, the things that came out of it were far more important than, uh, any job that I could have because you know what? We can always get another job. I know it's hard to say that in this economy right now, but, you know, it's true. You know, if you put your mind to it and and you can go out and get what you want, and that's kind of what we're doing right now is uh, Felipe's dream. I'll let him talk about it, but Felipe's dream has always been a motivational speaker. Um, I'll, I'll let him take over from here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, growing up as a kid, I've always wanted to become a motivational speaker. I think it was at age 16 when one of my good friends invited me to go watch uh, – motivational speaker and I just knew right then that that's something that, a career that I really wanted to pursue but I uh, did, just didn't really know how to go about it and uh, right now at this time me and Shonda are doing that and it just feels good to finally do um, what I know that I, I can do um, but just to fulfilling my dream and I mean it was it was it was hard being on the ranch um, like Shonda said being away from family and kids and that was the hardest part. I mean, yeah, eight hours of working out, it's tough. But, you know, if anybody can be pushed to work eight hours a day, but the fact of the matter was, was we had family and kids that just made it even more difficult. So the key motive for us while we were on the ranch was the more we just kept moving, the more we, we didn't think about home. Yeah. So, so while you're, we have a lot of questions about what it would be like on the ranch. You know, a lot of people think that this is all fake, it's scripted, and, and all this other <laughs> stuff. Um, but can you just give us a, an understanding of what is a day on the ranch kind of like a typical, average, difficult, hardworking day on the ranch? A typical day is, uh, you know, we, the days that they film, they film about, I would say four or five days out of every week. And the days that they're not filming, we actually call them dark days. Um, um, I, we don't say days off because actually I'd say we work out more on the days we're not filming than, uh. Um, but it, it is, I mean, it's nonstop working out, but a typical day is, let's say we get up at seven o'clock, we meet Bob or Jillian at the gym, uh, seven thirty. you know, obviously we have breakfast before, uh, we cook our own meals too. Let's get, let's get that straight too. There's no chef. There's no nothing. I mean, the food's in the fridge we can eat. Uh, if we want to eat, we have to make the food and that's exactly how it is. Um, we go work out, we'll do maybe a three, four-hour workout session, uh, really intense with our trainers, Bob or Jillian, and then go get some lunch, uh, 15, 20 minutes, and then we'll start walking around um, the ranch. We can go on hikes. Um, but And what they'll do is Bob and Jillian at that time will leave the ranch, but they'll leave us with some what we call homework assignments. And it's usually about another three, four hours worth of work. You know, for example, um, do incline um, intervals on the treadmill or an hour on the Stepmaster or another hour on a spin bike or um, stuff like that. So we're working six to eight hours a day. So, you know, <laughs> come come <clears throat> come bedtime, we're out. I mean, that's all we have time for is, is working out. And, and I know a lot of people think the show is scripted, scripted but it's not. Um, it's when you see those emotions, it may seem cheesy or corny or even like, put on at the time, but it's, it's real. And you got to realize that we're secluded from the world. We can't talk to our family. We can't talk to our kids, no emails, no internet, nothing. And we're stuck in this bubble and it can get to you. It can get to you. Did, do you think that that, that really lended to your success though? Uh, did that help getting away, being secluded and, and, and having that single focus? I, I think, uh, I think a lot of it, um, yeah, there's a success to it, but both me and Fiona, um, uh, you know, served missions for our church, so we we knew what it was like just to, uh, you know, to be alone and and to and to go through stuff like that. But 
a lot of it a lot of it um a lot of it had to do with uh our success on the ranch was 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 hard work i mean i I'll tell you man me and Fiona, we woke up we had a regiment we got up had our breakfast we worked out with the trainers we just kept consistent and moving and I think a lot of it had to do with it but at the same time we knew when to have fun we knew when the time that was we needed to rest and some yeah. people would look at us and say like we're on the ranch like oh you guys are going to go take a nap I'm like yeah my body's tired i have to take a nap and the, the weeks that I, I listened to my body and and got rest and worked out hard is when i dropped <clears> the biggest numbers well i yeah. think i, think I mean that, of course that, that really Sorry. came across that you guys were we're very motivated. It, I've, I, I think you are among the, the the most intense contestants. But it was both hard work, but also fun. And and there was there were hilarious moments. And and the <laughs> I can only imagine how it is. I mean, with the dance and everything, obviously. But I, I assume also a lot of of things happening off camera. But you can you you could tell you could sense that. And and this was the longest season ever, I think, of The Biggest Loser. And it still, I think, yeah, holds the record of being the longest season. So I can only imagine what that must do to you if you're under so much pressure and in such a small, confined situation and and, and every day counts. Man, uh, I mean, it, it's been, I think that is also what, what made such an impression on me is that despite all that pressure, you were still very consistent and, and, and you were able to stay on that ranch forever. I mean, it's like, what yeah. was it, 15, 16 weeks or something? Unbelievable. Yeah, well, Felipe, yeah, um, I actually, on the on the actual ranch, away from your family, um, I was there a few weeks shy of five months. Felipe was actually there for five months. Um, that's the no, no contact with your family. So, you know, we, we had each other. I know Felipe was, I was never on the ranch without Felipe. Felipe did actually have to be there a few weeks without me. Um, but I know when I was there, it was, it was really nice to have him and I'm sure it was a little tough and he's talked to me a little bit about it later. It's tough without that support, um, that connection to your outside world, your family. Um, it was a tough thing. I mean, and also going back to, um, what they did and did not show, I mean, you got to realize there's eight cameras following us on a, on a film day and each of those cameras has got 12 hours worth of footage so to cram that into you know times that by a week and they got to cram that into two hour segment which you know an hour of the show is always going to be the weigh-in the elimination the challenge um so you only get to see really about 20 30 minutes of our you know few hundred hours of footage that they have so obviously you know when they pick the storyline to go with it's usually got a little bit of drama in it, you know. They've got to make some good TV as well, but sure. everything you see there's real. And and uh, you know, unfortunately, they they take out a lot of the the fun stuff. <laughs> Us joking yeah. around, and we really did. It. And that's the only way we could keep sane on that place. So, um, um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta I, have fun. I, Otherwise, you're gonna go crazy. Oh yeah. I imagine that after such a long time on the ranch, I mean, you get to know each other so well, but also the crew and the other people, the people that we don't even know. I mean, the producers and the the, the people that help you with with everything. Um, yeah. That 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 in itself must be a life changing experience. Yeah, you know, it was what, what was really cool about the whole experience, and and the great thing about our season, there wasn't a whole lot of drama. So there was good camaraderie between all the contestants. Uh, yeah. Some of the producers, like J.D. Roth, the president of Three Ball Production, production committee that actually runs um, Biggest Loser, he said that, you know, this is the first time that the workers are actually showing up early to work. They're they're excited. They're really happy. They're just grateful that you guys are a great cast and be able to work with them. You know, and, you know, due to prior seasons, but they were just they were just excited. I mean, it was it was great. I mean. Some of the questions that people ask us on a regular day basis: Do you still keep in contact with some of the contestants? So, you know, of course we do, but we know that everybody gets back to their busy life, and, and it's, sometimes it can be difficult. It's, I, I guess, it's it's a bit like summer camp, you know, with uh, when you're with the scouts or whatever, and and you have a great time during that period, and then afterwards, you know, it's life kicks in. And if you've got other responsibilities, you've got your job, your family, and. And that's that's important too. And talking about family, you know, at towards the end of the season, there's always this this big changeover where you know it, it it's kind of this 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 big um, symbolic moment where you 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 know you get a haircut and different clothes and everything, and then there's this big surprise of seeing your family. How was that? <laughs> 
to, to after so much time? Actually, um, I remember when uh, we came home for that week um, uh, during the middle of our season to come with our family. Technically, in the real world, it was Christmas. It was a week for Christmas. But on oh. TV, I had to get aired around uh, March or so. So, you know, you never you never knew it was for Christmas. Um, but, yeah, we got to go home for a week. And I remember them having us uh, wait outside to see our family. And I don't remember feeling that nervous ever. I remember like I was getting short of breath. Um, I've never had, I'm not one to get like anxiety or stress out or anything like that, but I could, I could feel that anxiety and I was so nervous that I think it was like a hundred degrees outside here. And, uh, I was like cold and shivering. So <laughs> it's, it's really nervous. It's, it's kind of hard to describe, describe. And, uh, it was a good feeling to kind of, to walk in a room full of our family and, and yep. friends and just have that support. You know what's pretty cool? Uh, Sion and I, you know, we we were on the ranch for for about almost three and a half months before we went home before to run that marathon at home, a half marathon at home. But the cool thing about coming home was not only seeing everybody's reaction, but both of our wives have lost a tremendous amount of weight too. So as shocked as I was to see everybody, I was more shocked to see my wife and the amount of weight loss she had, and Sion's wife also as well. And so. It was great just knowing that both of our spouses uh, were doing it at home, too. Well, that that's one of the yeah. other things that we definitely want to talk about. And, and this is, the I guess, the more important things to, to kind of... That you know, obviously, the show does come back in a, in you know future seasons. They come back and show you know where are they now. But but that's something that I, I rather than just getting a, a quick glimpse of where are you know eight other seasons participants. Where are you guys now? And and you know, so you've talked already about how just being away and being on the ranch, knowing that you guys were going to have this focus, it already had an impact on on your wives. Can you tell us a little bit about how being on the show and and going through this experience has affected even some others uh, around you? How do, how has this affected their lives? You know, the biggest thing of uh, with our culture and our family, um, obviously, we didn't come home and say, "Hey, everybody, you got to get up, go to the gym." Let's eat right. And oh my gosh, I can't believe you're eating that. It more more than anything, it's got to be from example. And I think uh, just like when we came home, and we weren't home, uh, but when we came home and we saw our wives had lost weight and some other family members lost weight, you know, we just continue to, you know, try to practice what we preach. And that's when we see the biggest result. That's when uh, we see our family at luau's that we have or parties that we have making healthier decisions. So it's, uh, it goes all back to the, the old saying, you know, live by example and, and others will follow. And that's exactly how it's been. Uh, and it's been a great thing. I know Felipe's brother-in-law has lost over 100 pounds. Uh, my wow. brother's lost about 60 pounds. Um, everybody's uh, trying to just do it. And uh, I think just because of the big, uh, we, we showed them that, that it's possible. And, uh, you know, Siona, Siona mentioned that while we're on the way, sometimes you may feel like you're in a bubble. And and when he says that, is that we, we don't know really what effect it will have, not only the lives of our family members, but the lives of others that we don't even know. And, you know, we've, we've come in contact with, uh, you know, numerous of people that have said, you know, hey, thanks to you and your, your inspiration and, you know, something you said on the show, you know, my wife or husband has lost this much weight and, you know, just thank you so much for saving our lives. And, you know, reactions like that we would never expect obviously for being on the show at the time, but I mean, those are the, those are the things that are happening right now. And that's what keeps us motivated to keep working out, to keep eating right. It's not easy being home. I can tell you it's been well worth it. Well, I, I just, along those lines, I just want to share, um, you know, in the introduction before we brought you on the phone, I was uh, sharing with Father Roderick that I have a, a Biggest Loser Last Chance Workout DVD that my wife and I are working out to. And Siono, you are actually in that video. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I, I was, yeah. I was sharing. It's like you know, I see fully, or I see a Sione every, almost every day, and I'm, I'm not always excited to see him. To be honest with you. <laughs> hey, just when when you're working out, you see that smile. You see that smile on my face behind Jillian. But look at my shirt, and you'll see how hard I'm really working. Yeah. That shirt goes from light blue to dark blue in like ten ten minutes. So it was tough, man. I remember filming that, and you know, going through all the work workouts we went through on the ranch, and then. 
doing that on camera, I mean, it's a it's a weird thing shooting a workout video because you're like, I cannot take a break. Otherwise, everybody, every single day when they put this in is going to see me drop. And uh, <laughs> I remember well, filming that and being like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. And with that stupid smile on my face as well. Well, well Sienna, <laughs> here's the thing, because I've got to ask you this. I mean, obviously, you're, you're a bigger guy. I mean, you have a, a strong build to you. Uh, but when you started out on the ranch, you, you're you're sitting there. You, you you said you were you started out at three hundred and what pounds? Seventy two. Three hundred seventy two pounds. Now, in the video, you've obviously already dropped a ton of weight. Uh, but yet here you are in the video, and you're sitting. You're you're doing these these push ups. Jillian actually sits down on your back, and you're sitting there. Honestly, though, I mean, even at 372, it's possible to have some strength. Did you have that kind of strength when you first started working out? Could you do push-ups, you know, without being on your knees when you started out at 376? Or is that something that you really did build up to during the course of being on the ranch? Um, you know, it's funny because I'm I'm trying to remember that first week, and I remember just collapsing after. I remember Bob the first time Bob worked me out by myself and I think Felipe remembers this too but he beat me to death and I remember him saying grab 45 plates and I had two 45 plates I had one 45 plate in each hand and I was doing lunges I did probably 100 lunges he made me do push-ups he made me do um, sit-ups and I remember just wanting to die level 18 yeah and then he makes me do um, Stairmaster to level 18 this is the first week and I remember him like I, I didn't give a crap like who he was. I'm I was a I'm a big fan of Bob before, and I was like starstruck. But I remember going like the hell with this guy. I'm so sick of him. He's like gonna <laughs> kill me. I'm gonna drop dead. Um, and I remember a few a few weeks later um, asking him because he had never made me do anything like that ever before. And I remember going back and saying, Hey, why did you make me do so much that first week? And he looked at me and he said, I knew you could handle it. And it wow. was just, it was like that moment where it was like, you know what? I needed that person to push me. Um, you know, because a lot of times we, you know, we go to the gym and I remember going to the gym before pulling up to the thing and seeing that the treadmills were all taken or that there was more people than I would like to see in there. And it's like, ah, and then I talk myself out of it. And then it's like, I pull up to the gym and then I pull away. And, you know, Right there, I'm already quitting before I even begin, and and it took Bob, someone like Bob, to push me to my limit, beyond my limits, what I've ever thought possible, to realize, you know, how strong a person I really am, not not just physically but mentally. And yeah, it was tough to do those pushes, trust me, and and I can do a lot more now. But um, I just remember him him pushing me, um, really helped me a lot in my life, and and uh, to where I am today, and um. If I start to feel that pain a little bit more, uh, or I remember that pain that we went through in the first week, it's like you know what I I can I can handle this. And uh, how much are you guys working out today, honestly? And how often? Uh, hour and a half. Hour and a half a day. Yeah, yeah. really. Hour. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. That is excellent. You know, and that's that's not all at one time. You know, sometimes we'll, me and him will meet up for about an hour in the morning, and then at night we'll try to do something with our, you know active for a half hour so all together yeah about uh, um an hour and a half hey we have we have uh, a voicemail feedback hotline and one of our listeners has uh sent in and submitted a question so i'm going to play that for you guys you should be able to hear this and i'm going to let him ask you guys directly so here you go hi this is fred from long island calling for the biggest loser fan podcast and i wanted to thank Felipe and sione for being on on my birthday so that's even yeah. more exciting for me. But my question, how would you motivate someone who um, is in the obese category, has physical problems due to rheumatoid arthritis? Um, it, this person knows they need to lose weight. They know a little bit about healthy eating. But the, the motivation just isn't there. It's more like discouragement and, and difficulty getting started, especially, again, with these... Uh, physical impairment so any advice you could provide would be appreciated and thanks again guys for being on the show thanks no thanks um hey <laughs> what i what i would want to say to that person is 
obviously, you know, I don't have the arthritis, and I couldn't even possibly imagine trying to do the workouts we do with arthritis or even any other um, physical problems that that keep you from doing your best. But what I would do is uh, encourage that person to wake up every morning and remember the worst day that they've ever had, or if they're experiencing a bad day that day, and just tell your, be honest with yourself and say, you don't want that anymore. You know, you, you almost have to imagine yourself in the place that you want to be, you know, to feel that happiness, to feel, you know, the excitement. And it, it's easy for me to say right now because I remember first starting out thinking, you know, this is way too hard. Like, I, there's no way I'm going to get through this. Um, I can't even imagine how this is even going to get any better. I've just pretty much, you know, screwed myself physically, and I, there's just no way out. But I can tell you from my personal experience, you know, walking out that finale day, putting on that suit that, you know, was a normal size, and <laughs> just the excitement to see my family, to see the family um, follow my example, follow our example, and not only our family, but people we've never even met. And that's what that's what I encourage that person to um, to think of. Think of the, the endless possibilities, the endless happiness. And it may start from just walking around your block. But, you know, there's one thing that Bob told me from, from day one, and that was to keep moving. And those two words have stuck in my mind ever since. And really, just keep moving, because... Uh, why we don't come to you? You know, um, you know. I may not have arthritis, but I do have asthma, and I know that sometimes the physical element can stop you, especially from doing a workout. Um, but my my words of advice that I would give to that individual is, uh, I just want to share just a quick experience. You know, while I was on the ranch, um, there are there are difficult times, um, especially when you want to break down and you miss your family so much and. Sometimes you, I, I mean, me and Jenna would talk about it if, if this is even worth the experience because, you know, of how much we missed our families at home. But I remember reading the letter that I received from my father. And in that letter, he said, um, I don't know what you're going through, son, but he says, but um, if you're struggling with something, just make your reason why big enough. And I promise that you'll succeed at anything, any task given to you. So what I did is I, I wrote the word why on a couple of pieces of paper and I wrote it all the reasons why I wanted to lose weight. And, you know, obviously the only thing I really wrote down was my family. And I know that if that individual that does have arthritis takes the opportunity to really figure out why the individual wants to lose weight, it makes it more personal to them than the physical elements or whatever that stands in their way of really losing the weight and exercising will cease to, to stop them from progressing towards their goals. I know for me that a lot of the times when I'm on a treadmill and I start to breathe hard, um, Sean is always right there. Just, he's always like, you know, come on, just push through it. And and I have. And so mentally I've had to train myself and train my body um, just to, you know, obviously ignore the pain and, and um, you know, not to use my inhaler as much, but just to keep working out. It's still, it's still one of the biggest tests I still deal with every day, but I know that I've been able to overcome a lot of things just by by making my reason why big enough. And, and also just uh, real quick, I want to tell um, that a lot of people don't know, um, Kristen from our season, the purple team, uh, she actually had a slip disc pretty much the whole time she was at the ranch. And she wow. continued to lose weight. Um, also, uh, Ron from the brown team, our season, basically could not move his knee, and he had a cyst behind his knee, and he still lost weight. Um, yeah. Also, Jerry, Jerry from our season, ended up going home week two, and he he's the one who collapsed from the white team on, on our very first day of filming and um, was hospitalized for almost four days. Well, he came back, and he won the $100,000 at-home prize by losing 171 pounds. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that keep us from doing what, and I'm sure those problems kept them from before, but when they finally got it in their head that nothing was going to stop them from reaching their goal, even those physical pains, physical um, problems, they still did it. 
That that is a great message. And and one other th- question I have for you is, you know, you you the cameras are on. There's millions of people watching. There's a there's a lot of um, accountability, if you will. There, when it, you guys came home, and it sounds like you still had one another, which is totally awesome. But I'd love to ask you, what you know, where have you struggled, or have you struggled with slipping in, in into any of your old habits after the cameras are off, after the show is over? Um, and, and how do you keep yourself motivated? Yeah, um, I'll, this is Yon, and I'll, I'll be honest, like, it has been tough. It has been one of the hardest things to actually find a routine that works for us, uh, for, for works for me. And, yeah, I felt myself slipping back into habits. There's days where I wake up, and I feel like that 372-pounder again, you know. And then I look in the mirror, and it's like, whoa, like, I'm not that 372-pounder. But... It, it, you know, it's a, it's a mind game, and a lot of times um, there's still days that I'm like, you know what, I, I've been through it. I, I got all this education. I know what to do. I went through a last chance workout. I've been through those weigh-ins. I've had Bob and Jillian, because a lot of people out there are like, oh, if I just had Bob and Jillian, I'd do it too. And I've had that, and it's still a struggle. <laughs> um, but you know what? That's That's exactly where you need to just sit down and be honest with yourself and say, and remember those bad days, and remember the things that you want out of life and it, and what, like Felipe said, is your why big enough? Like, is it more important? Is it more important for you to have that fast food stop every day or is it, you know, the extra, extra time, the quality of time that you can actually spend outside playing with your kids or, or being with your wife or being with your friends or, you know, not necessarily guaranteeing us more time on this earth, but the quality of life. Absolutely. You know, what are you willing to give up the greasy fries or the quality of life. And that's where um, you have to be. I'm honest with myself, and that's what keeps me going. It's been difficult. I mean, it's, it's not easy. Wilmer said it was easy as a fool. Boy's <laughs> <laughs> never been faster. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Um, the, 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 as you know, the there, there's a new season that just started again with couples, and there's this one couple that the first thing they said on TV was, for us. Felipe and Sione are our heroes. They are our examples. And they, they, they motivated us to actually take part in this show. How do you guys watch the show now with all that experience that you went through, all, all those memories? How, how is it for you guys to watch the series now? It's pretty cool. I think, um, you know, when, when you've been through the process, um, obviously, and you get to watch it. So I think, to, to me, it's exciting just to watch somebody else go through a whole process Um, and and you know what it's like to be on the ranch, and you know exactly what they're going through. And like when when there's certain moments when there's some drama going on the, on on the show, you realize you know that's probably somebody just had a bad day that day. But <laughs> I, at least for us, like I can watch the show now, and I can analyze it to the point where I can watch the interviews. I can already know who's going home and what's going to happen. It's, but it's just it's just pretty neat just to watch the show and then. Um, to, to, to see them go through the same experience that we went through. Now, I don't want to focus on anything negative at all, uh, but I, I'll be honest with you. There, there are a ton of questions that I'm just choosing not to ask. But overall, um, you guys have mentioned Bob a great deal, but you know, obviously Bob and Jillian, both of these trainers out there, what kind of relationship did you guys have on the show and you know are, what kind of relationship is there after the show i mean i'll i'll just be as generic as that okay um you know uh, if you've seen the show and people out there listening that have seen the show they obviously know that uh we were bobs i mean we were bobs team all the way 100% and you know not to take away from jillian jillian's a great person um but like felipe like felipe said um Some personalities, some some people just don't mesh. And um, unfortunately, um, the person we didn't mesh with very well on TV was one of the big trainers and has a ton of fans. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> we're going to get a lot of crap for um, not meshing well. But, you know, we we went into the thing with an open mind. Um, you know, and, you know, and I, forgive me if I'm jumping ahead, but, yeah, I'm, I'm actually on here, and I can see some of the questions online. And... Um, But, um, you know, the thing with Jillian, it, it was more of a personal issue between us than, than any trainer relationship. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes people just don't, 
don't I, see I, eye to I, eye on things in life, and that's exactly how it was with us. I can say, you know, um, as far as, you know, you know, Bob Bob has been amazing for for us. And, you know, he's always been a good friend. Uh, after the show, you know, once in a while, he'll send us a text, we'll text him. And, you know, you understand that Bob is, you know, the great thing about it is that he still keeps him, still keeps in contact. He still keeps he still keeps in contact with us and, and knows that you know that you know we're we're just him as, as he's important to us. But with with the Julian thing, I just want to get one thing out. You know, she is one phenomenal trainer. She's an amazing, just smart lady. She knows what she's talking about, and I think she's great. You know, I'm, it's it's pretty sad that on the show, you know, they dramatize it to the point where it seem like me and her got in a really big fight, which which in TV land we did. But what they, I don't think they failed the show was, um, you know, some, us making up. And uh, um, I, I wish to all success to Jillian. She's doing great. Um, she's still obviously a great trainer. And, and uh, you know, I just wish that we could keep in contact with her. We, I know that we'll see them both at the finale uh, for season nine because we, we uh, me and Jillian plan on going. Very cool. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you you guys are you, you guys are now um, obviously after the show is is sponsored by Extra Gum. It's sponsored by Britta. It's sponsored by everything. Uh-huh. And of course, I'm certain that after you guys left the show and you you've experienced all the success, a lot of people want to ride on the coattail of that success. So I happen to imagine, and I've seen some other interviews that you guys have done. I did some research on YouTube and and pulled out some TV show interviews that you have done. You you guys have been approached by a lot of companies to represent you know the a message. And uh you've yeah. only chosen two that I'm aware of to to really uh talk about. And and I'd like to give you the opportunity to mention the two companies that you guys are are, are really out there promoting. Okay. Yeah, you know, the to touch base on how many people it's weird. It's kind of like what Felipe said before. We have no idea how many people actually uh, are out there being influenced by whatever, if it's, you know, motivated to, to be inspired. But there's a lot of companies, products out there that, you know, kind of want to jump on with any contestant. Because, you know, we're not movie stars. We're not, you know, people who audition to, for every show. I mean, we're real people. We're new to this. Uh, our first inter- My first television interview was ever was on the show. And I'm not, I'm not a professional actor or whatever. So when people come up to us and said, hey, we want you to represent this product, we'll give you this much money. And, it, it, you know, obviously when somebody dangles that in front of you, you're like, oh, yeah, that could provide for my family, da-da-da-da. But there's, there has been a couple, there's a lot of product that came to us that just did not go with what we were trying to preach, what we were trying to teach. And, you know, they offered us quite a bit of money. And you know what? We didn't take it. And the one that came up to us, um, Adina Holistics, you know, AdinaWorld.com, the, the former founder of Sobe, you know, the Sobe drinks out that everybody knows, um, he sold that to Pepsi actually back in 2005, I believe. Well, he came out with another herbal elixir that represents everything that we, you know, we were taught. Um, no, no high fructose corn syrup. It doesn't have artificial sweeteners. It's lightly sweetened with organic cane sugar. You know, so it's a low-calorie drink, but it's something that actually is going to, it's a healthier option than just some sugary drink or some flavored water out there. And uh, we've actually been going on tour with them, a health awareness tour um, with uh, Adina Holistics, and it's just a great, it's been a great fit. That's and, cool. Um, and then also, I'll let Felipe talk about Kron's, our, our latest thing, uh, which we're pretty excited about. Yeah, Kronz, Kronz.com. Kronz is, you know, it's one of the fastest-growing sports apparel brands in the country right now. Um, and what, what Kronz stands for, it's an acronym that stands for Come Ready or Never Start, and that's the mentality of the brand. Um, and basically, we, we got in contact with uh, with uh, Pat Cavanaugh, who is the president of Kronz.com, and he, he just he, he enjoyed um, us. Uh, on the show and just enjoyed who we were as, uh, as individuals and thought that we'd be a good fit to be uh, a sponsors for uh, uh, this new apparel that's coming out. And um, they also do uh, school curriculums. Um, they provide right now um, for the ACC uh, conference in college football. But I think, I think all in all, it's, it's just been a, it's been a great experience after the show just to be able to be a part of Crons and Adina Holistics and 
but more importantly, just being able to continue to inspire. And I think that's what it's all about: to inspire yeah. those that that may be struggling at this time um, with weight or whatever the case may be. But it's it's been a, probably the greatest blessing for me and Shona to to continue that because I know that's what that's something that we wanted to do while we're on the show and to be doing it right now is just it's just amazing. It just feels so good. It feels like my life is being fulfilled. Yeah, I mean, well, just to uh, recap again, um, for, for the Adina Holistics, it's adinaworld.com. And for Krons, it's Krons.com, C-R-O-N-S. And really check them out. Krons, like Felipe said, is uh, has curriculum in over 200 inner-city schools all across the U.S. And what he preaches is basically set goals for yourself. And, and once you reach your goals, push it even further. And that's exactly, you know, in the company they say, are you a Krons guy? Are you a Kron's girl? And that's exactly what we try to preach is because, you know, I, I'm a Kron, I was a Kron's guy before I even knew it. You know, it's someone who always pushes themselves to the limit, and, and that's where it's a good fit. It's not actually a product. You know, they actually have the sports apparel and stuff like that. That's, that's a bonus, <laughs> you know. And, um, but the message they teach is really awesome, and, and we're just happy to be a part of that, and especially uh, also Adina Holistics as well. Well, I, I think that the both of you have really embodied that that motto of just keep going, keep moving, and 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 just to give you an example of w- w- your reach, I am in the Netherlands. I'm I'm working as a Catholic priest here in a parish, and I started my weight loss journey two years ago, and you guys kept me going for that whole season and and months. I've I would start my day at five o'clock in the morning, watching an episode. And then working out, and I was so inspired seeing the both of you. And I was, I, I was telling myself, especially when you, when you had that um, half marathon thing at home, didn't you guys run a yeah. half marathon? Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was th- that inspired me so much because I was, I was, you know, into running a little bit, and I was like, wow, I can't believe that they're actually doing that, and it, it motivated me to run my own half marathon and later on a, a full marathon. And um, and just right. seeing the tenacity of the both of you, it combined with the humor and that I don't know that joy of 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 being there and 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 oh man, I I can't tell you how much you've you've impacted my life. So there you go. That's yeah. this Dutch guy oh, on the other you, side of the planet. <laughs> so the, yeah, you get you got the Netherlands there. And in our chat room, somebody says in the chat room says fully and You have no idea how many people you've inspired and motivated. We love you both. Thanks for being such a great role model to, uh, to others in, let's see, in other worlds, real down-to-earth people. So uh, you, you certainly are uh, making a difference. Both Father Roderick and I, we're, we're fans of the show, but we're big losers ourselves. Uh, Father <laughs> Roderick and I, uh, both formerly fat people and uh, are continu- continually working and, and being inspired by the show, and it's why we love it. And we're glad that you guys had the opportunity to be on it, that it's it, it's really been a huge part of changing your life, but not just your life. I, it, it excites me to no end to know that 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 it's made a difference in your wives' lives, and also, I, I mean, what it could, what it's probably prevented from happening in in the lives of your children, and even, uh, you know, to so many people in your culture, even even uh, with with the Tongan brothers that are are there this year, uh, looking up to you as their inspiration and their heroes, and you guys are just amazing, and I just appreciate the fact that you guys approached us about being on the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, and I want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you. We appreciate your thank time. You. Thank you. We appreciate your time. And, and uh, you know, it's funny because people always ask me, you know, is it easy being home? I said, you know, I'm a recovering fataholic. I have those cravings every day. Uh, a re- <laughs> say that one more time. A recovering whataholic? Fataholic. Oh, <laughs> very cool. Well, guys, thank you again. It's been a true honor to have you on the show. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Well, that was an excellent interview. Wow, what an honor it was to get to talk with uh, Sione and Felipe. Um, wonderful information there, Father Roderick. It was it was unreal. I mean, I, I can't believe we actually did this interview. It's so awesome. And, the, and these guys, the both of them, had such great advice. I love what they said about, you know, just keep moving, keep going, don't give up. And, and, and this idea of make your motivation big enough so that it pulls you through those moments of, of discouragement and uh, and failure sometimes. I, I mean, there was so much stuff in what they said, and I'm definitely going to 
listen back to this episode because I I think I I was you know so excited to actually be able to talk to to Felipe and Sioni that I I probably missed a lot of the important things that they said. But but I hope that you guys enjoyed this interview just as much as as we did. Well, I'll tell you, I, I'm I'm encouraged to obviously I went and did a lot of research because I wanted to make sure that I knew these guys before I I got on here and started asking questions. But I I am eager now to go back and watch all of season seven of The Biggest Loser. I just I I, I want to go watch it now. And oh, it's 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 really it's my favorite season so far. It's been I'm just all the contestants were so amazing. Oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, anyway, we do want to make sure that you guys check out adinaworld.com. That's A-D-I-N-A world.com. And also crons.com. That's C-R-O-N-S dot com. Come ready or never start. I love that. I love that. That is such a great theme. Hey, and you can find uh, the website of uh, Felipe and Sione um, on the web as well. They've got a personal website. It's called TonganCousins.com. So TonganCousins.com. And uh, they are going to update this uh, very soon with uh, with some new information. And uh, they've, they've got some, some new projects in the pipeline. So keep an eye on that as well. Yeah, and and t- links to all of this is prob- is also you know in, in our show notes on, uh, on uh, BiggestLoserPodcast.com. Absolutely. And, you know, we're always hopeful to get more interviews with more of the contestants. And and maybe even one day Bob and Jillian will be on here. That would be excellent. We're, we're we've actually I've already started uh, to work on that. We'll see if we can make it happen. Anyway, thank you all very much for subscribing to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Again, check out BiggestLoserPodcast.com. Leave us comments on the show notes. You can give us a call twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, with your listener feedback, and uh, just call and leave that. We'll play it in our next episode at eight five nine. 795-4067 859-795-4067 If you want to email us feedback at biggestloserpodcast.com and if you're on Facebook we also even have a Facebook fan page if you go to biggestloserpodcast.com easy link to it right there and uh, fun stuff Father Roderick anything else you wanted to say before we run? No, I just want to thank everybody who ha- who left a review and a rating on, on iTunes I-, I can't tell you how how uh, enormous helpful that is to spread the word um, people look for of course keywords like weight loss or biggest loser and uh, and and what is very important for for them to actually click and subscribe to this podcast is if they see positive reviews so if you haven't done that um, already then I would I would highly encourage you to to go over to iTunes it's really simple you can do that you know just takes you one or two minutes but it, it has so much impact and it, not only will it will it um, bring this show to to more people, but that, that that's just the beginning. After that, we hope that this show can really help people change their lives. And and you know how much you know, we know from personal impact from personal experience how much impact a, a life change can have, not only on yourself but also on your family and friends. And so help us help other people. And uh, so thanks for all the support. Hey, and until next time, everybody, be a loser. <laughs>